Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. Oh, wow. It doesn't have a bite at all. No. That is a huge improvement from wow. like, the raspberry Smirnoff I remember drinking straight in college. Stop. Yeah, I would drink this That's straight. Delicious. I think we might have just turned Gina into a vodka like her. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. If you listen to us, you know we love to support local. And liquor. (laughs) In all seriousness, North Carolina has some damn fine distillers. We combed the state to find some of our favorites and narrowed it down. Had an illustrator create this amazing map to showcase some of the ones that we think you should make a road trip for. Tough job. Somebody's got to do it. With me today to chat North Carolina liquor and taste a few is Raleigh's (laughs) Magazine Editor-in-Chief, Melissa Housem, and our producer, Cece. Woo-hoo. Melissa, yeah. thanks for joining us. And CC, I hope you're up for this. I will find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we're happy to be here. I'm definitely going to have to employ that true tasting method um, oh, so that we can get through this and stay lucid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I recently talked to Melissa Katrenik, uh with Durham Distillery, who has served as a taster in gin competitions across the country and around the world. And her pro tip was spit it out. I'm just like, hmm. I don't think we have a spit cup. So I don't know that we're Oops. spitting. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> anyway, facts. Um, it never fails when we do these curated maps, oh, side note, that we get people adding us like they get so mad. Like, oh, you didn't include X distillery or Y distillery. Okay, we did not say this is a complete list. Right. We did also not say these are the best, although we are going to taste them and tell you. Clearly, we did our homework. We chose award-winning distilleries, but we purposely chose a dozen spread out across the state that represented different kinds of spirits and also had cool backstories. So there was a lot that went into this, but I just think it's funny that no matter what, you can't make everybody happy. Like, this is a shitty list because X distillery wasn't on it. We did barbecue, and we clearly said the two people were leaving Raleigh and going west. We got umpteen emails from people going, well, you didn't include Kenston, and you didn't include this. And we're like, west. West. West of Raleigh. <laughs> let me, right. let, can I give so you a So let's map? be clear. <laughs> we know there are more distillers. We know there's some great ones. These are just a few. A sampling, if you will. A sampling <laughs> of the ones that we like and we wanted to learn more about. 
So and let's head west to exactly. get started. <laughs> yes, let's head west. Um, so we're not going to taste the first two. We're going to start slow. Uh, these are just ones that are fun. You know, pick up the issue, read the story, check out the map. But Mayberry Spirits Distillery, I think that's so funny. Obviously, too. it's a nod to pop culture and Andy Griffith, and Welcome. I'm sure sure they would do Andy Griffith proud. They have single, mar- single malt sorghum whiskeys made in copper stills, and— I mean, I think it's just a super cool—I didn't really know a whole lot about them until we did this. And so I think it's fun that there's a Mayberry Spirit Distillery. I just think it's funny because there is no way that Andy Griffith would have drank alcohol. Absolutely well, not. He <laughs> is a purest-driven snow, good man, never going to take a drink. <laughs> One of the others is Southern Grace Distilleries. To sips that you'll give strong beliefs— they So they have a liquor called Conviction. Yes. And you have to say why, because they are located in a— a jail or a, bar, uh, a prison. prison. Yeah. Yes. And so if you ever wanted to drink behind bars, now's your chance. Um, I've heard it's a very cool place. Yeah, it looks really cool. It's a 1929 prison in Mount Pleasant, and they, they go all in. You can now purchase your favorite Southern Grace bourbons from their cask cartel. Like, there's a link on the website. Oh, wow. And um, they also have, like, campus tours. And I think that would definitely be a cool place to visit and I've do a tasting. I've seen some people who've taken photos and shared those there, so— and then we came closer to home. Uh, we've tasted this one plenty, so we don't need to do it on yeah. air. I, I, yeah. Uh, Durham Distillery, a favorite. Um, you've heard us talk about it many times. Award-winning gin and vodka. The first to can the gin and tonic um, in North Carolina mm-hmm. in the vodka soda. And recently introduced the purple-hued uh, kinship gin. So pretty. It might have turned me. It might have turned me into a gym. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we can share because she shared it. Um, Melissa has and Lee have just returned from a trip to Orlando meeting with the Disney folks because they love the purple gin so much. They're thinking about ha- making it the gin for all of their properties. Oh, my God. Uh, can you imagine? That's so super cool. exciting. It Truly has- the happiest place on earth. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> Make it even happier. Took the words right out of my mouth. But I actually got—they um, just did a competition because their conniption gin is distributed over 17 states. And so they recently did a call for bartenders to participate in a competition using— one of their gins. They could use the American, um, the Navy, or the Kinship to create a drink. And then they were narrowed down um, to three to five. And so I was actually a judge at Corpse Survivor, their little cocktail bar in Durham, of the five bartenders for the final winner. And it was such a fun night. And they, I mean, they, in addition to having to wow us with their bar moves, they had to explain the drink. Each of them had worked on presentation. It was really cool. And so they did it regionally. There was a North Carolina winner. There was a, a Georgia winner. Mm-hmm. They did it in Atlanta, and they also did it in Florida. So it was kind of cool. Yeah, they get they they have a lot going for them. They get involved in a lot of cool stuff. I have to say Disney might be topping that list. But. Yes. And who, who br- brings gin to Disney? I mean, that's a triumph, right? I'm sorry. As a parent who took four kids <laughs> to Disney. <laughs> she, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, who, who achieved that? That's amazing. I, 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 Small I mean, steps, you know. I, I was leaps. a great parent. I did it all. But there, by the end of the day, I needed a good, strong cocktail. Well, speaking of good, strong cocktails, yes. we are into the tasting portion this of is this. That's misleading. This is not a cocktail. <laughs> oh, that's just true. This is warm liquor. liquor. Warm so, um, liquor with try, no ice tasting. You know, feel sorry for us. No. <laughs> Um, so this is Outer Banks Distilling. 
Yes, and we got a, ch- a chance to meet their team, and um, all of our 50 best bars winners that we announced um, at the end of January received a bottle of their product in their swag bag at the end of the night. But they are in the process of renovating and expanding mm-hmm. their tasting room. Million-dollar expansion at the Outer Banks. In Manio, yeah. yeah. And, you know, when he came in right before the Best Bars party, before we taste this, I know everybody's excited, but I told him, I was like, I think you just, <laughs> just like, I'm not waiting. Well, I'm listening. Going, I'm going. <laughs> um, but he talked about, I said I hadn't had a lot of rum. And he said it was bringing rum back. Like, And then I resonated with this idea that, you know, vodka had kind of like been sloughed off. Um, so he said this would turn you, well, ladies. It's good. <laughs> it's good. I like it. I don't drink a lot of straight rum. I will say I am mildly qualified for this job that you've brought me onto this really? podcast for today. Because I've worked in some cocktail bars, and I've worked That's with good. some bartenders kind of learning some skills. And I had one bartender in particular who used to put less and less, I guess, mixer in my cocktails. And she was like, you need to be able to drink the liquor straight. That's how you know you appreciate it. So after that training, I'm feeling, I'm enjoying this. You That's are, uh, what's the word I want? Well, a pro, but I want a, I want a smarter word I'll come up with in a minute. <laughs> I'm a, a connoisseur. I'm a, I'm a liquor sommelier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, so we're going to move. I, I, think it's, I think it's great, and I love the fact that he really thinks, I think of rum, I think of college a yeah. lot. Or I think of daiquiris and Bacardi. Something that's not, cheap not, and is probably going to give you a hangover. Right. And, yeah. And this is smooth and it's um, tasty. And I would really love to try it in some great cocktails. Well, that's right. what or even iced, I feel like, would be good. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah, not going to lie. It's chill. decent and warm. I, we I, really should have really, brought a bartender <laughs> in here today. But iced, honestly, if it's it's really smooth. And Look, it's not very and I both worked in the industry. We could have just with ice, I think, could have done a lot of things. Yeah. 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 But, no, also, I want to say they invited us on a road trip to go visit the new Ooh, yes. um, distillery. And I'm very excited. Like, I love the Outer Banks. And, I know, like, what he said about, like, changing the perception of rum really resonated with me as a vodka fan. And so I would love to try that in a cocktail, like y'all said. Yeah. I think it would be very well, good. Well, and he also said the owner's backyard looks out into the ocean and all That would be great. a fun adventure, too. Yes. All this clanking. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's going to be a is, lot of noise. This is now an ASMR podcast. <laughs> yes. So uh, over in Washington, in historic downtown Washington, there is a Hackney Distillery. A lot of people may or may not know that name, but they are famous for their Thousand Peers gin, which a lot of people do know the name of. Um, What I didn't know until we got into this was that they have their Coastal Carolina gin that's very popular, but they also have, which we just uncorked, a blueberry gin. And so they very graciously brought both to the office and dropped them off for us to taste. and. And um, our creative director, Liz, this is her favorite. She lived in Washington, and she absolutely Stop. loves this gin. That is so good. Uh, yeah, Straight and warm. It is really good. Straight, Straight and warm, and it's really good. Who is? Oh, and that it's is like so, can such I have a beautiful, that dark, like, <laughs> <No>. purpley, ready <laughs> kind of color. And I'm, don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't really like gin, and I think this I is mean, delicious. Um, we're going to fix that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> her projects. <laughs> No, that's good. I was going to, like, not drink that one all, but I will. Are you going to—do you want to try the Coastal since you're a gin connoisseur? Yeah. I, I mean, I like it a lot. I also like the bottles, and she said cork. It is not a cork. No, I know. I just—I was but, using the term uncork, not the, correctly. The bottles are beautiful <laughs> in the way that—they're um, really pretty, and the branding's great. They are, yeah. Oh, yeah. So what's cool about Hackney, though, is that they have a restaurant and cocktail bar. They oh, also yeah. have their distillery, and they're in an old bank. 
which is so much. I, I can't wait to say that. People are making making distillers everywhere. Banks, prison, oh. everything. I think that was what was so fun about this. That that was part of what I said. Like part of why we chose them was their backstory. This one opened in 2019, and they also have I think something that resonated with you. How they chose their furniture. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they went local. I mean, everything is all made in High Point, um, and their menu is seafood led. I, you know, I will tell you, I really. It's almost like I'm a little bit of a snoot about breweries because now it's like if you just think you're going to put yourself in a little office park and you're going to throw a shingle up and I have to go in there and sit on a folding chair, I'm not interested because breweries are really – it's the same way for distilleries because now you can go and get a tour and you can also buy a bottle and leave with it. Yeah. Which with the law changing, it makes visiting – and tasting and learning more, more fun. More appealing, yeah. Yes. And speaking of peeling, huh, had to. So they actually love peeling, yes. like, oranges and lemons and grapefruit. And that's kind of what sets their gin apart is that many of the botanicals they use are fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, citrus peel, lemongrass, root ginger, local blueberries, things like that. And so also they said that the fresh peels contain more essential oil, which I did yeah. not know. Makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. And they like to work with the local farms, so. And they have their own cocktail, Mm -hmm. a thousand peers cocktail bar book. That's what we needed. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. wouldn't that be? No, we needed a bartender. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, moving down the coast to Wrightsville Beach. Yeah, talk about another beautiful bottle. Oh, I know. This This is so pretty. This is cool. This is Blue Shark Vodka. Um, They actually, I learned about them at. Uh, 2022's um, North Carolina Restaurant and Lodging Association Chef Showdown People's Choice Award. They were the winner. So Lauren and I went, and um, they're showcasing all these regional chefs and liquors. For the liquors, though, instead of warm, regular liquor, they make you a little (laughs) cocktail. (laughs) So this will be a different experience. But anyway, uh, Blue Shark won the um, People's Choice Award that night on site. And it was cool to meet their team. And then Mark Bloomquist came to our office, dropped yes. off a bottle and some other Hilarious. swag. Hilarious. Great so guy. Funny. He brought us our own fishbowl with a, sh- with a shark yeah. in it. I yeah. love that. I love their tagline, and we're about to find out if it's true. So as a vodka lover, I will say vodka is known for this sort of astringent taste. Like, you don't want to—a lot of people don't want to drink it straight and plain. So right. we're about to find out. Their tagline is, all the taste without the bite. Right. <laughs> Cheers, everyone. <laughs> they're, they're sniffing at first. <laughs> Oh, wow. It doesn't have a bite at all. No. Oh, that is a huge improvement from, wow. like, the I, raspberry Smirnoff I remember drinking ugh. straight in college. Stop. Yeah, I would drink this That's straight. Delicious. I think we might have just turned Gina into a vodka like her. That's really Yeah, nice. don't say lover, but maybe like her. I like, like her. her. <laughs> I was starting small. Yeah. That's really I, good. Well, that is, I get that bottle. They're going, we're building <laughs> a bar at work. You're not getting to take them no, home. No, we'll take That's them the whole reason we're doing this is she thought she was going to get all these <laughs> bottles were in, in my office. Bar. Yeah, yeah, she was like, oh, we can keep the bar in my office. I'm like, um, I'm about all that. No, oh, but that man. was really, that was really good. That it doesn't really, have a bite at all. No. It's really super smooth. It does seem very drinkable. And again, to point out how beautiful the bottle is, there's it's a little so glass. Shark oh. in the bottom, I, and it like looks oh, yeah. like it's just swimming it, along. Yeah, it's so cool. It's so I'm gonna awesome. go get my own. And just I, to I put mean, on I couldn't imagine ever like getting rid of one of those and if I had them. I would have to. He brought me forever. an empty bottle. That's what I'll take. Yeah, he brought that because of what you just said. Yeah, like yeah. you keep the bottle. Beautiful. Kind of thing. I could not. And like the 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 cork, as you called it, <laughs> so pretty too. It's just it's beautiful. What are these called, by the way? As a former bartender, stoppers. Well, cork sounds better. But listen, he shared scoop with us, which I am not allowed to say on the air yet. But right. since you guys just talked about how great their spirits are, there's more coming. So stay tuned. Ooh, well, yeah. I will. 
a local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word VILLAGE to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the patent law certificate program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. Um, okay, so we're going to jump back west to Asheville. We're just mixing it all up. Um, with chemist, I can't help it. With chemist <laughs> spirits, now they actually have a lot of yeah. different spirits, gin, they do. whiskey. So, what are we? What are we going for here? So, interestingly enough, I have one of our writers who I'm friends with had knows I like gin, and she brought me this bottle. This is their American gin that's sort of aged and refined. Oh yeah, it's barrel rested. It's barrel, yeah. And, yeah, that's pretty cool. And so I, you know, why don't and we they try have a navy different? strength. When yes. Gina's not allowed to have <laughs> navy strength, but <laughs> I, okay. Speaking of that, <laughs> so when Melissa and I taped the podcast, and these pores are getting bigger. Yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> now I haven't poured any of mine out yet because I'm walking oh, on, so God. I'm really strong. But it's my. This might be the first. Good time. thing I have reservations <laughs> at Molino. <after> this. <laughs> She's gonna text us. She went to bed at like seven. Yeah, <laughs> this is fun, everyone. Jason's going to be regretful that he decided he not to be here right. today. Yes, our other producer, Jason's not here, but um, Cece's doing good work with us. Thank Wait, you. so you're, you are allowed Navy Strength now? You were talking So what I was going to say is, interestingly enough, I kind of assumed wrongly that the Navy and the American were just a stronger version. They have totally mm -hmm. different taste hmm. to them. I thought what you thought. No. <laughs> and and one works really well for a gin and tonic, and not that the other one doesn't, but the other one, I had an old-fashioned made with the Navy oh. Strength gin, oh. which was incredible. I mean, their cocktail menu, and I can't drink as many, you you know, because well, yeah. it's a different strength. And you're right. not currently in the Navy. <laughs> I you can't not. handle it. Just I love yet. the built-in joke to the bottle, like Navy oh, yeah. strength, like drink like a sailor. Yeah, I just like I love that. Absolutely, they all come from. So something. now I can say I have officially. Yes, had and it. I will say this chemist bottle to this. It is super misleading because the bottle is this pretty brown color. It, it makes you think I, that the liquid inside is going to be brown, and it's not. It's not. And I, I will say I was relieved when you poured it out and it was clear. So <laughs> yeah, right before CC and I were like, do we have any brown liquors that we're tasting? And we both pointed to this one, and Gina's like, that's gin. And yeah. that's the vodka. So we're tasting the gin. But it is yes. more of like a copper bottle the it more is. I look at it. I it mean, is. it's a, yeah, it's the bottle. Okay, so Cheers. we're going there. Cheers. We go. Cheers. That one is good, but it did, I think, burn my nose here. Just a little bit. I think you got to really be Ooh. a, I think it's very good. It's but very good. I think. It's 90 proof. 
But and honestly, forty five percent alcohol. By it doesn't volume. taste. A, it doesn't taste like the part of gin I don't 5%. like. Like there's a thing. You know how there's probably like a thing about no. vodka that no. sticks in your mind. There's like a thing about gin that sticks in my mind. Yeah, it's That's, definitely good. It's good. Yeah, I don't dislike it. It is the the. It's Initial strong. taste is, is really powerful. Powerful. Yeah, that's a good so one. It's funny that you know how we all have ideas about <laughs> liquors that we have from college. Maybe it's about rum or you had an oh, experience yeah. with this. Well, I was talking to one of our clients and I said, I'm oh, I'm headed over to Durham to tape a podcast with Durham Distillery. I said, their gin is amazing. He goes, Ugh. And I said, What? And he goes, No, not them. Gin. It's like drinking a pine cone. I'm like, dude, you need to get over. He goes, I haven't had Jen since college. Exactly. And I'm like, what are you doing? Do you know what you're missing out on? He goes, I'm a vodka drinker. And I'm, I'm like, oh, because it's clear and bland? Did you feel like you were talking to me all I over did. again? I did. I was like, <laughs> oh, we have got to work on your palate. I think that there was just a time, like, where beef eaters was, like, the oh, norm. God. Exactly. Exactly. And if that's your only experience, it's yeah. hard to bounce back from that. A lot of my friends in college drink a lot of tequila. There's a lot of Jose Cuervo involved, especially, too. Yeah. And I can't even see a bottle of that <gasps> without thinking, like, this is, I feel nauseous just thinking about it. I have a funny story about that cream donut. <laughs> oh, no. That's when you know you've had, you've gone through all the alcohol in the house and yeah. you're playing shots or you're playing quarters with cream dement. That sounds oh. terrible. Yeah, yeah I, have, I had a tequila story that I got over and then I ended up with a rumple mint story. That, yeah. That'll turn you. It'll turn you on mint forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever want that again. There's, speaking of which, there's no tequilas on this table, but I'm not actually sure. Please fact check me if I'm wrong. Are there any tequilas made in North Carolina? Like, is that is even a, possible? I don't think like, so. Like the agave plant isn't mm-hmm. here, so probably not. So moving on. We're going to have to do a brown one, though. Yeah. We are doing uh, the Fainting Goat, Goat Spirits, yeah. which they have a vodka, a gin, and a whiskey. And I, I love, I have heard great things. This is Melissa from Durham Distillery. This was one of her recommendations. The gin? Not the vodka. Oh. But the gin. So the Tiny Cat Vodka, though, I love that. I love the branding. The tagline is quietly powerful. (laughs) I I just think it's so cool. And then, of course, they shared, is that the whiskey? This is their bourbon whiskey. I'm excited for this one. I think it's funny that, like, how they have, like, Hackney is a thousand peers. And then Feigning Goat has C.B. Fishers on it. So mm-hmm. when we're trying to match the bottles up to the tasting, it's it was too, like, well, you I'm have feeling very nautical. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> okay, I have to admit that I am not a brown spirits lover, but um, this, I'm going to try it. Nowadays, for me, if I'm going out somewhere, I don't, like, I feel bad because I love a good cocktail mix, but I don't even want a cocktail. I'm like, please just give me whatever good whiskey there is I see on the shelf, just on the rocks, and that's what I would Okay, like. so I'll put you on the spot. So not North Carolina. That way we don't offend anyone. Uh-huh. What's your go-to whiskey bourbon that you drink that if everything is on the shelf you can have anything you want what would it be anything I want on the shelf I don't know see you keep you ask this if I could get anything I wanted on the shelf I would but I am 25 years old and I don't have that kind (laughs) of let's pretend that you have endless money if I'm feeling fun normally what I'll actually get is like Makers 46 like not just regular Makers because I want to be a little bit more extra than that (laughs) you know what I mean I'll step it up just a tad but like that's my this is good yeah. Kind of. What's the best or highest end one anybody's ever given you? What have you highest end one? That oh. you've ever tasted. I don't know. I don't remember. I went to Louisville. I wouldn't be able to think of the name, but I went to Louisville and it was one where they were like thousand dollar bottles mm-hmm. or something, but they had some bar where they did this thing where it's like, Oh, the tonight you can have a shot for a hundred dollars and that mm-hmm. was a special. 
And my buddy, who's a bourbon aficionado, that's the word I wanted. Aficionado. Um, he was like, take it, I'll Venmo you. And I was like, that would be so wasted because I wouldn't You know, wouldn't appreciate you it. Know, but. So several years ago, before Dram moved from its old location to its new location, mm-hmm. they had a couple of bottles of Pappy come in. And they did this $100 special that got you a char-grilled cheeseburger oh, and wow. a shot and a, a, an ounce or whatever it and was. And bring it back. Of Pappy. <laughs> And um, they were like, I don't know, five of us split it. Oh <laughs> Not my the burger, the shot. We all yeah. just wanted to taste yeah. it to see if we really, right. if it was really worth two hundred dollars yeah. for two I mean, ounces. I, I do. I that was the temptation, right? But I'm like, I wouldn't know. You know, I mean, I've had actually some pretty shitty bourbons at tailgates. I know yeah. that. But, but if you don't like it, it, it is an acquired taste. If you don't like taste. it, it all kind of tastes shitty. Right. It's yeah. an acquired taste. I do think it's something I think I should like. So maybe this will turn me. Like, I think the this, idea of it is appealing. Yeah. I, that's that's exactly how I started. I was like, I feel like if I drink this, I will look cool. And then I was like, <laughs> you, you know what? what? Eventually, I liked it. And then somebody was like, you look cool. I was like, it was all worth it. It's like coffee. <laughs> you don't. You're not born liking no. coffee or even you, beer. You like a, yeah, I mean, think about the first time you taste a beer. I, you're like, <laughs> I guys, I snuck a little sip of beer when I was good. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> this is good. Okay, so this is all right. We're doing it. I can smell it before I can drink it. Hold on. <laughs> I like it. It does have the same kind of nose burn. That could also just be the fact that we've been drinking just straight liquor for the last twenty ish minutes. But that was Melissa. Por- <laughs> Pouring hers out. I listen. Someday somebody will give me a bourbon or a bourbon whiskey or a whiskey, and maybe the tides will change. Also, I think I've had like a whiskey ginger that was kind of good. Yeah. yeah, you could you could try whiskey whiskey water and like just Ooh. drink the watered down version of it. Or just for put a, while. a big ice cube in it. Yeah, and, just... and then it slowly put less and less. Water right. that, in it. So it's like, yeah, learning how to drink it. Yeah. I do think it would be nice to walk into a bar and order something straight. You, you feel know, like you're really like in a movie. Yeah. Like sometimes you, it's like an outlaw movie. Give me a whiskey straight, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <so much>. I'm <laughs> always like on a cube. I like the whole big cube. I do like, and I, like, it, like I like little ice moments. Yeah. Like we're just, you know, I don't want it on rocks, but I would like for it to like. Mm. So we are going to try their. Uh, they're tiny cat vodka now. Do you want to rinse that out? Yes. We're going to go from. Yeah, I don't want to go from rinse. bourbon back to. <laughs> no. God. I don't think it would be fair to the vodka. I'm honestly. feeling warm. I feel like my eyes are getting smaller, and that's like <laughs> not the right thing. <laughs> so, honestly, nothing we say from this point forward is, you know. All right. So here we go. May not be held Boring. responsible. And I, you know, I will say so I don't know this to be true. Somebody else probably does. But when you think about it, the distillers in North Carolina have really put a lot of thought into the bottles, the design, the packaging, the marketing. Oh, yes. And I 100% buy things based off of, like, what it looks like on the outside. Like, if it looks, like, cheap, like I could have bought it in college, I don't want it. If it looks, I mean, really expensive and it's not expensive, that's, like, the best moment of my whole freaking life. And to your point earlier, like, price points. So if I go in, I'm like, I want a bottle of wine and this is the price point I'm at. Guess what my next option is? The label. Like, I'm I'm taking it home based on the label. I I mean, it's a thing. It's It's important to me. I could because I want a label that looks like the kind of stuff that I like because I yep. assume what I, I'm going to like what's like going to be the brand inside. identity I guess like if the outside like, looks like but you know love, I think, like they, an old I think person, with wine they tell you it. that <laughs> they tell you with wine that don't, don't I know get don't judge a book label. by the cover yeah but the thing is like you should be cool enough to have cool branding I'm sorry I agree so there you go right. it's so easy to hire a graphic designer these days <laughs> is it <laughs> <laughs> if, 
<laughs> Maybe for a one-off label. How many people I don't do know. you think have already tuned out? <laughs> um, they're like they're they're drinking. Yes. We're done. Okay. So I'm this not. is the tiny cat vodka from Feigning Goat. This is the last so. one we're drinking, so you guys don't mm. don't give up on us. Oh, I think this is. What? Everyone, I can smell it before I drink it. I get nervous. That's not bad. It's that not bad. It's, no, it's good. And Melissa recommended this. She says it makes a clean, good, hot t- cocktail. Yeah, and I could I see could how see that. it would be good in a cocktail. I think outside of a cocktail, it does have a little bit of that bite that um, we were talking about earlier with mm-hmm. the <laughs> the shark, whatever it is. The shark Blue was shark. bitless. <laughs> it doesn't have a bite. Yeah, the, yeah, the friendly bite-less. shark did not have the bite to it. This one does have it, but I think it would be really good in a cocktail. And the aftertaste is really like nothing. Yeah, it's it, oh, that part's true. Yeah. yeah, it just has that initial bite. But in a cocktail, that's not gonna, no. not gonna notice that as much. It, I mean, you kind of want something a little bit fuller so you can still taste that's it true. and then also yes. taste everything else. So and you and that's what Melissa talked a lot about how long it took them to create kinship because you wanted that flavor mm-hmm. palette and you wanted that color palette, but you didn't want it to overpower. You wanted it to be good in cocktails. You want to, to be blend. able to mix yeah. it. You have to blend it. And all of all of those conniption products are that way. So Well she does pay attention to all those things, mm-hmm. which is what we were just saying. I yes. mean the color is like insane beautiful. Yeah. The bottle's pretty. I mean it yeah. tastes amazing. And, and that's I what I don't even I mean all of like these gin. all of these bottles are really stunning. Yeah. What was brand. your favorite? I was just about to ask that. Which one was so your rapid favorite? fire, what was your favorite? <laughs> I out of this bunch, my favorite I think is a thousand peers. Which the coastal or the blueberry? The coastal. Mine was the blueberry thousand peers. Honestly. Which is shocking. I know. I, and it's tied with the blue shark, maybe. Yeah. I told you that I don't really like gin, but this blueberry was really Both of you like, were like ooh. Delicious. Yeah. Like I really, really liked that. I think blue shark is probably next though, just because I've never had a vodka that didn't have that kind of bite to it. Yeah. yeah. And I mean Drinking things straight makes you cool. So, <laughs> yeah, this is all. Honestly, this is not advice. Again, this advice. is not advice. Um, but these I are mean, again, they're warm and straight. Yeah. So to say that they're good is a I huge like compliment. We're tasting them in their their the weakest point. Yeah, yeah. we're yeah. not doing this the way that any bar would or any distiller would want us to do it. No ice. No clean glass. We're well, just now that we've sat here and drank warm liquor together, <laughs> we should we should set a time. Eventually, we should yes. go out to a place it, where a should. real bartender will make us real drinks. Right. Maybe we can use some of these. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. we can discuss and taste there. Exactly. And, and report back. Yes. And maybe we'll let Jason tag along. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Sometimes you snooze and you lose. Sorry yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, ladies. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.